Good evening, everyone. I am Sergio, and this is The Logical Report. On this day in history, May 30th, 1431, Joan of Arc is burned at the stake for heresy. 1942, Japanese-American Fred Korematsu is arrested for resisting internment. On May 30th, 1942, Fred Korematsu is arrested in San Leandro, California for resisting internment under the President Franklin Roosevelt's controversial Executive Order 9066, which called for the incarceration of nearly all Japanese-Americans in the United States in the wake of Japan's attack on Pearl Harbor. 1971, Mariner 9 departs for Mars. The U.S. unmanned space probe Mariner 9 is launched on a mission to gather scientific data information from Mars, the fourth planet from the sun. 1593, playwright Christopher Marlowe killed in a tavern bar. In May of 1593, Marlowe's former roommate, playwright Thomas Kidd, was arrested and tortured for treason. He told authorities that the heretical papers found in his room belonged to Marlowe, who was subsequently arrested. While out on a bail, Marlowe became involved in a fight over a tavern bill and was stabbed to death. And in 1911... The first Indianapolis 500 held. On May the 30th, 1911, Ray Huron drives his single-seater Marmon Wasp to victory in the inaugural in the Indianapolis 500, now one of the world's most famous motor racing competitions. All of these things happened on this day in history. And I am Sergio, and this is The Logical Report. Wouldn't it be nice if when a president got elected, that it wasn't uh, half voted against and half voted for? I mean, think about that. You have to go an entire four years with some shitty president that you don't like, whether you're Democrat or Republican or Independent. I mean, think about that. A lot of people do that, and they've been doing it for Lord how many years. Wouldn't it be great if that was a requirement, that you couldn't be president unless you got a 90% approval rating? Unless you had 90% of the country liking you. Then the president would have to say, oh, now I have to actually consider the, I actually have to consider the feelings of these other candidates. What if we had a system that set up where you had to get a 90% approval rating or you did not get elected. And people say, well, that's impossible. We'll never find it. You know why we don't find a person with 90% approval rating? It's because we accept the 50% approval rating. We accept that half the country likes this guy and half the other, other half of the country does. It's not like we have no other solution. It's just we've never entertained any other solutions and we've never tried anything else. And this is what progressiveness is about. It's not about trying to cheat 
or anything. It's trying to keep it fair. And it's trying to make it so that everybody is a little bit happy with the decisions. Because sometimes we would say, you know, I'd like this person to win. If, if this person doesn't win, but maybe I'd like to consider my second choice. And, and if that happened, you know what? A lot of people would probably be happier. They would complain less. They'd probably see more things get done their way because they're not forced to vote for the lesser evil. I mean, it's like when Donald Trump addressed the African American community, it wasn't, I mean, what did he say? He didn't say, he didn't say to them, you know, what, what he would do to make things better for them. His response was what, what do you got to lose? And how many times have you heard someone say, well, if you vote for Hillary, if you vote for Jill Stein, then you're really voting for Donald Trump. Well, why is that? I don't like Donald Trump. I didn't vote for Donald Trump. In case you don't know who Jill Stein is, she ran also with the Green Party with Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton. However, you never saw them at the debates. That's another thing. Why wasn't Jill Stein and Gary Johnson, the the independent or the, what do you call it, the libertarian uh option why weren't they on there they have you have four major groups right now you have the green party you have the libertarian party you have the democratic party and you have the republican party why is it only the republican party and they say it's because of some percentage and i say no i say you you need to have at least four options up there at least if you can get a fifth one find a fifth one but they don't want you to do that because they didn't want you to know about jill stein you know why I know that? Because Jill Stein got arrested for even hanging around the debate. She was arrested in the parking lot of the debate twice, two terms. She ran before. I did not know this when I when I discovered I'm after Bernie Sanders got screwed. I learned about Jill Stein. I said, I said, I said, I said, I can't be the only two options out there. And I looked up and I found that there was a third one, Jill Stein. I started to investigate her and I thought, oh my God, she's just as good as Bernie Sanders or better. But nobody knew about her and nobody. And she was talking about student loan forgiveness then. In fact, she was talking about student loan forgiveness before then, because we had the same problem. Everybody got out of college. Anyway, she was arrested and they took her away and they hid her in a warehouse, a dark warehouse, and they kept her there until the debates were over. I learned about this when I found out about her and I called up the committee and they told me about it and I didn't believe them. I did not think that they would do that. She had told me that they had arrested her and took her away and put her and brought her into a warehouse. And I, I thought, well, that, that sounds crazy. And then I went to watch the election and I'll be damned if I didn't see a black limo drive up and arrest Jill Stein and take her away again. They rolled down the window. She waved to people. I, you know, she, well, she didn't wave. She had her hands behind her back. But she was. A, she sort of said, I got to go, guys. They're taking me away. Our government. Our government did that. Our government did not want Jill Stein 
to be president. They wanted one of their own. They wanted a Democrat or a Republican, whichever which. But they did not want some other faction. This was your country doing that. So my question was, why isn't she? Why wasn't she at the debate? They're trying to claim they have to have a certain percentage of knowledge. But guess what? When they were, when these people were running, they, the polls didn't even include her name. That's why she got such a low percentage. She said, you know, they asked me, they, they, th- these polls would call me several times and they would ask me who would, who's the preferred candidate. Would you like Trump or they didn't even mention Bernie Sanders. They didn't mention Bernie Sanders. They didn't, they only mentioned, they only mentioned Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton and Gary Johnson. That's the only two they they would uh, bring up. They yeah would act, give you the option. Do you choose? And it wasn't like you can go in and say, "Well, I want to choose Jill Stein." They said, "Well, that's not one of the options." They never had her as an option. That's why. That's why this whole thing is rigged. And so we could do something about this. We could demand at least four candidates on the on the at the debates. No, no less than four. Because we had two good candidates that, and, and Gary Johnson was not a bad candidate. I mean, he wasn't the, he wasn't my choice. He wasn't the best candidate, but he was not a bad candidate. He he had a good record. He should have been there too. He was, and so that's what we're up against right now. We're up against them trying to use the two party system. Just all you cared about was everybody says, well, we just got a two party system. No, we just have two parties dominating the house. And neither of them are doing their job. And if you had more than one, more than two choices, if you had three or four, if you had four choices, you could then choose them as which is your rank. You can rank them and you can actually listen to their options up on the stage. I mean, if you gave Jill Stein a chance to talk after watching Donald Trump and Hillary go at each other's throat all day, you can listen to her go, hey, maybe we should vote for this sane one over here or you know or if you if you hear if you start listening to donald trump and he doesn't make any sense and then you listen to this person like you know gary johnson might make sense but the point is you'd have four choices most people did not know when i went to the voting when i went to the uh the voting booths uh the polling place uh i walked up to some of the women i said who'd you pick for uh Who'd you pick for uh, the president? They went, Jill, uh, they said, uh, not Jill Stein, they said uh, Hillary Clinton. And I went, I picked the other woman. She goes, there's another woman running? They didn't even know that Jill Stein was running because they kept her out of the limelight. You know, and, and one of the things is they never put her on. They had people on there for hours on end. You know, like you'd have one, Fox News would have a, have a conservative on there for two hours talking make at, at a rally. They record the entire speech rally for two hours meanwhile what did jill stein get she got five minutes five minutes that's all she got and and even they even she even complained about that and they were like okay now you can't say we didn't let you on here no more i'm like you let her on for five minutes you let everybody else on there for two and a half hours at a piece so 
And I don't want to get all into Jill Stein all the time. I, I really liked her as a candidate. I was very disappointed that nobody knew about her more than anything. But still, the big thing here is we need to go back to the drawing board and redraw the way we elect people. There are several things out there right now. Well, one of them is I would require everybody to vote. Everybody. You're required to vote. And you're required to know what the candidates are about. I mean, what kind of fucking shit is this to live in a country that defends your right to not do a damn thing? Defends the rights that you don't even use. If you don't want to use the right to vote, then go to a country that doesn't require a vote. Go to, go to, go to, I don't know, go to, go to, go to a third world country where they don't have elections. And then you'll see what it's like. You know, you know what? I think I like elections now. That's the way we should be doing. I'm, I, I, you know, sounds like a conservative. You know, if you don't like America, then get out. Well, if you don't like to vote, then get the fuck out of this country. I don't think people who don't vote, I don't think the people who don't vote should be allowed to live in this country. I think that voting should be a, it's, it's, it's really a civic duty. It's not a, I know we, we, well, it's a right. But you know the problem with rights? You know the problem with people is they're so focused on their rights, they're not even thinking about their responsibilities. They totally disregard their responsibilities. And I don't think voting should be considered a right anymore. I think voting should be considered a responsibility, which means you have to take that responsibility. And you have to abide by that response. You have to do that responsible thing. I think we should require everyone to vote. And let's, and I know there's, a, there's an argument out there. Hey, what if, why? I mean, well, ask yourself this. Why is it that people don't vote? Why is it that Americans don't vote? You know, do you realize 80 million Americans do not vote? 80 million. I'm talking about 80 million eligible Americans People who are eligible to vote do not vote. Some of them don't even bother to don't even bother to register. I could say the reason why is because they're in, disenchanted. They don't like any of the other of the, of the uh, candidates. Well, that's fine. Then you need to show up and tell us that you need to get in the candidate. You need to get in the voter booth and say, I don't like this one. I don't like that one. I don't. I mean, have a none of the above go in there and click none of the above. And I, and, and, and here's another thing. Let's say you're let's say you got a, a candidate you know is going to win. He's going to win. I'd say the best way to keep him from winning if you don't and you don't like him. Wouldn't it be nice if you could walk in and say vote no on this guy? Not just not vote yes, but vote no and take a vote away from him. Some guy over here is voting one voting yes, I'm voting no. Boom. Now it's Minus one. Now your your vote your no counts as a minus one. His yes counts as a negative a plus one. Add them up together, you got zero. And then what would happen? He's not going to win. That would be the best way to make sure that Donald Trump doesn't win. All the people who come who don't vote come in and say, "I don't want it. This one, I don't want." No, 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 no. And then you can have a I don't know slot where you can say, uh, "I don't know about this one." Or you can have a rank voting, even better. Um, you can have rank voting. You say number one, number two, number three, number four, number five, and then let the numbers add up. And if half the country votes for, you know, half the, if, the, if the, half the country votes for Clinton, 
or you know, let's say Hillary Clinton and the other half votes for Donald Trump. And I'm using them as an example. I know it's that 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 election's gone now. It's it's it's, it's history. But that was a very that was a very very intense election. Everybody's got to admit that that was an intense election. So anyway, you don't like him? Vote no on him. Vote he's the worst possible one. There's all kinds of things you can do. But how about this? How about instead of and 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 this is something it sounds like bribery, but it's really not bribery. You get paid for your civic duty. If you don't do it, you get fined for not performing your civic duty. So you can either get paid a $500 check. You get all, let's think, think about that. You walk in to do your taxes and you bring in your little receipt for your presidential stuff and you automatically get, boom, $500 added to your taxes just because you voted. Now, that would be easy for me. It would be tough for you guys who never vote. You have to get off your ass and vote. And if you don't vote, well, you just don't get the tax credit. You just don't get the $500 or even worse. How about you get fined $500 or you get fined a thousand dollars. You got a, you got a, you got a, uh, if you got a big, if you got a tax break coming and it's a thousand dollars, did you vote this year? No. Well, you ain't getting it. And you should vote every year. It should be required that you vote every year. Anytime there's an election of any type. Why is it the only people that are out there voting are old people. You know, they vote every day. You know why they vote every day? Because they got nothing else to do. And th- and that's how you get these, these crazy uh, conservatives. Because most old people get conservative. As they get older, they get conservative. They do. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying they do. If you think, it, oh, we're, they're all going to die off in a few years. No, they're not. Because guess what? I'm getting old and I'm getting conservative. And I, you know... It may seem it may seem radical for what I'm doing right now, but this is just an idea. This is this is not conservatism. I mean, well, I'm maybe it's not conservatism, but it's trust me. You don't want to be in my front lawn. I'm a conservative. You don't want to be in my front lawn trying to start no shit with me. So anyway, that's another that's another discussion. But point being, old people are voting. Why? Got nothing better to do. You know, young people not voting. Why? Oh. We just don't have the time. Oh, really? No time? Well, you better make some time. And that's why I'm calling for mandatory voting. And that's all the time we have for the Logical Report. And I would like to thank everyone for listening. I hope you walked away with something to think about. And remember, think of others. Be good to your brothers. God bless you. And God bless America. And good night.